1: Visit voiceamerica.com.
0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. You can think of us as the place to talk about what's important to you in creating an amazing life. Our expectation is that your life can improve one show at a time through engaging conversations and practical advice. Now, here is your host, Dr. Luana Gladney.
0: Wow, here we are, here we are. Welcome, everyone. Can you believe it? It is show number 13, We are so excited that once again you are joining us. And I am excited and it's a bittersweet day today because today is our last show for now. So we are doing a grand finale today. So I want to thank all of my listeners all around the world. As you know, we have been in over a thousand regions around the world. And everybody has been so good listeners. And we're so excited for everybody in all the five continents. And the unit in the world that have heard us, listening to us, and are faithful listeners. So I do. Thank every one of you. But like I said, we're just, this is the grand finale for now. So we don't know what all the future holds, but it has been an absolutely fabulous ride. And I am excited that our last show is really, really fabulous because we are going to be doing a show that is very dear to my heart. It's all about celebrating life celebrating life I am Dr. Gladney your emotional wellness and mind doctor and you know that my mission is to help you use the power of your mind to manage your life your emotions and your stress and to create that amazing life and you know I do that in every kind of way possible and this radio show is one of those platforms and please go to my website because it's going to be so important to stay connected to me if you have not signed up For our um, email list Where you get uh, information And everything Please do so Creatingamazinglives.com And definitely uh, Keep connected to me Go to info At drgladney.com Send me your email All of that So we can definitely Stay connected And you can follow On what's coming up next Because I have some Really huge things On the horizon So we're really excited today Again it's bittersweet But excited that you are joining us again. Those of you that are listening live and some that will be listening on demand. So you know I always get my show started out with news for the soul, news that you can use. I said all of this good news comes from the Good News Network in case you want to be inspired on a daily basis. And it's always really difficult to pick what uh, news to share with you because there's so many great inspirational stories out there even though that's not what we see on the news, on our nightly news and our daily news, but there are really some great inspirational stories. Today, I chose a story about a teen who is making a difference and his name is Philip Soso. And he is in Massachusetts, and actually he is a young artist, and he's in high school, and his high school was going through a lot of racial turmoil and unrest, and then he said there was a lot of fractions that has happened and going on, and what he decided to do as an artist is, believe it or not, he decided to draw a charcoal portrait of every student in his graduating class, and that's 411 graduating seniors. And he drew a portrait of each and every person. He started in February, and he said it took four months, and sometimes he would spend five hours a day after classes to draw everyone personally. And then he hung them up in the hallway and surprised everyone that gesture alone has started to heal and mend The brokenness of this school and to heal some of the racial divides. He said some people have even cried because now the students say when they see, they see that they all really are alike. When you just put all the faces up there and it's charcoal, it's so amazing. So, just something like that can change using your gifts, whatever your gift that you have. I want you to encourage you to use your gift to make a difference in this world. It doesn't have to be in the way that we normally think, because who would have ever thought? to do something like that. So the uh, shout outs go out to Philip for such an amazing artist. And you can just look that, Google that because it's all over the news and the students will get to take home their portraits. And you can imagine that that's going to touch their lives and he's left a legacy. So use your gifts to make the world a brighter place. So with that, I'm gonna jump right in because we have so much going on on this show today because it is the last show, and the show is so meaningful to me. We are celebrating life. This show is dedicated to my sister Sarita Phillips, who we will be able to have on a little bit later. And I'm so excited. And also, in memory of my youngest sister, Teresa Adams, who has uh, passed away with breast cancer. And we're celebrating life and we're talking about breast cancer survivors and celebrating this. So, we are going, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest that we have on with us. Before I introduce her, I'm going to give you some of these statistics. Uh, they say about one in eight women in the U.S. have developed invasive breast cancer in the course of her lifetime. In 2016 alone, there's an estimated 246,660 new cases of invasive breast cancer that are, that are expected to be diagnosed. That's this year alone, along with the sixty-one thousand new cases that are non-invasive uh, breast cancer. So we are having um, we're having a lot. It's 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 on the rise. It's about twenty-six hundred new cases uh, that are expected to be diagnosed in men. Uh, and so, a man's lifetime risk, though, is only about one in one thousand. But about 40,000 um, women do not uh, succeed the battle of breast cancer. So uh, it is a higher rate in African-American women. Overall, African-American women are more likely to die with uh, breast cancer. Some of these stats are very concerning. So we want to bring not only to celebrate, but the awareness um, to make sure that it's something that you focus on and take care of. Um Uh, We hear a lot of noise, Dr. Sharon. I'm not sure uh, if there's a movement there, but um, we we can pick that up. So she she's so anxious. We're going to get you on here in a second. In 2016, there were more than two point eight million women with the history of breast cancer in the U.S. And they say that your risk doubles if you have first degree relative such as a mother, sister, or daughter who has been diagnosed with breast cancer. And so for me and my middle sister and my nieces, all of this is a, my daughters, is a concern for our family uh, because two of my sisters have fought this. So it's something that we're going to highlight today. We're going to celebrate and we're going to make you aware so that you can get out there, get those mammograms. Without any further ado, I'm going to introduce our our guest is on the line with us, and it's Dr. Sharon Patterson. She is a uh, breast cancer survivor. She was diagnosed in uh, 2007, and because of her journey, she has done some incredible things. And she's organized uh, survivors of breast cancer into house building for Habitat for America. She's launched a nonprofit, Brave Wellness, and raised thousands of dollars to help low-income and no-income women to receive mammograms. Uh, She is a relationship counselor, media personality. She's an author. She has built a reputation as an expert in the matters of the heart and soul. She's been featured on Ebony, Jet, Essence, on air with, with CNN and BET and the list goes on and on. She is also a sought-after preacher and she has spoken across the nation uh, with Bishop Jakes and Woman Thouard Luce Luce in West Africa and I tell you, she is with the United Methodist Church. She's been appointed a senior pastor. She holds the distinction of being the first African-American woman ordained in North Texas. The list goes on audience, please help me welcome Dr. Sharon Patterson. Yay. Thanks for coming on, Dr. Patterson.
2: Hey, Dr. Gladney. I'm honored to be on your show, your final show for now.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I am so excited to have you. You see that list goes on and on. Dr. Sharon, why don't you start out with telling us a little bit about your journey in, in 2007?
2: I am a very healthy woman. I do 5Ks. I run. I drink lots of water. I eat fruits and vegetables. I, I monitor my intake. And I thought I was Little Miss Health. And so <laughs> it was time for my annual mammogram. It was in December. So I said, I'll just swing by the mammogram unit, get the mammogram, and then head onto the mall and do some heavy-duty shopping. Wow. Well, I got in there and did my, they, 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 they performed the mammogram on me. They had me sitting in that little tiny room in that paper robe waiting on them to come and tell me, it's okay, go home. And I read one magazine and they hadn't come and I read another one. And by the time I read the third magazine, I said, look, it's time for them to come tell me I'm okay so I can go on to the mall. Right. And finally, some, somebody came and said, well, ma'am, we found something on your film. We need to see you in the radiologist's room. Wow! Dr. Gladney, I was angry because I am a little miss health. I have done everything right. So how in the world could they possibly find anything wrong with me? I walked into that room heated and that man calmly showed me on on the screen, my mammogram film and and my left breast was covered with these little tiny white dots. And he informed me that that was a stage one cancer. Wow. Wow. You know, and like I said, I was just angry because I had done everything right. And then I went from anger to depression because here you get a cancer diagnosis at Christmas. Wow. Everybody, everybody singing joy to the world. And I want to go find a hole and jump in it.
0: Right. Oh, my goodness. And that's real. Thank you so, so much, Dr. Sharon, for being real, because people need to understand what this does to your mind and to your psyche and, and how you know how all of that is really important so so what did you do what happened
2: Well, because I thought I was just so perfectly healthy, I wanted to ignore it. And just, uh, I told the man, well, maybe I'll just come back next year and see if things are clear. (laughs) Wow. I praise God God for a very persistent and aggressive gynecologist who arranged for me to have a biopsy to determine what was really going on. And the biopsy did, it was very painful, let me add that, because they actually go into your skin and pull out a chunk to a chunk of flesh to examine it. And upon examination, they did find cancer, and and I was referred to a cancer doctor. But, Dr. Gladney, I to say one more time for your audience. You can laugh at me one more time. I still refuse to believe that I had cancer.
1: And so I walked
2: into the cancer doctor's office totally arrogant. I said to myself, I do not have cancer. I do not belong here. Do not get used to seeing me because I'm in the wrong office. And when wow. I finally got in there with that, with that doctor and he looked at me, he said, "Sharon, you have, you have cancer. I mean, the room started spinning, um, tears started flowing, and I just dissolved like a puddle of water on the floor of that doctor's office. It was traumatic for me because when you hear the words, you have cancer, for a lot of us, me included, I just saw funeral. I just thought end of life. I, I I just knew it was over. So it was a very dark and traumatic time for me.
0: Wow, you know what? And I understand I've had to have a biopsy before. and mm-hmm. I, mine was just waiting to hear the news. So I had to wait for like three days before they told mm-hmm. me something. So I mm-hmm. concocted in my head what that may be like. And of course, every time <laughs> the phone rang, you're just nervous, you're scared. And so you immediately had to deal with it. What got you to the to a point where the reality
2: set in? And then when did your faith take hold? My faith was prick as I was dissolving into tears in the doctor's office. And my doctor, who is a Christian and I'm a Christian, we exchanged places and he became the pastor. And he said to me, you know, Sharon, maybe God has a plan for all this. Uh, he said, maybe God wants you to help other women. And I, and I snarled at him in the midst of tears and said, How can I help other women when I can't even help myself? Wow. But that man was speaking prophetically into my life because I went on from that point to uh, grab cancer by the tail and swing it around the room. And I um, I, I developed a created a, a, a nonprofit called Breast Cancer Bills. I partnered with a local hospital to uh, create mammograms for the masses, and and, and my goal was to help other women not be afraid or ashamed of cancer like I was, because too many times women are afraid to get checkups because they just don't want to know, and then they wait until it's too late, and they go in and they present at stage four, and, and, and they don't have much time. So my goal was to was to really put another face on cancer, a a face of joy, a face of possibilities, a face of don't let this thing get you down. You can handle it.
0: Wow. And you have done a fantastic job. I have uh, seen you, followed you, and you're on TV. You've been able to give a face. Uh, a different face and to present yeah. it joy what is what is the the one or two things that you tell women to keep them inspired when they're going through this journey
2: um one of the things i tell women as, as they're going through the journey is is to stay close to god because god is the one that made a way for me out of no way uh, in fact my my book about my cancer journey is called The Blessing and Bling, How Faith and Fashion Brought Me Through Breast Cancer. Um, when, when the doctor told me I had cancer, Dr. Gladney, uh, the plan was because it was just stage zero that maybe I could just do a little chemo, I mean, a little radiation and go on home. But then his office called me and said, well, if they've reexamined it and they're going to need to do a mastectomy. Dr. Gladney, wow. I thought I was going to lose it. Because right, right. What, what woman in, in her right mind wants to voluntarily lose a breast? Right. And, and, and so I went into a deep, deep bit pit of despair. But God is so good, God came and said, hey, listen here, go to the computer and type in the words reconstructive surgery. And I did. And I found out that they could give me a brand new breast to match the one that I had. And I got wow. so excited. But then I was glad, and I, I I got depressed about ten minutes later because I didn't want an old breast and a new breast. I wanted them to match. Wow! wow. <laughs> and so <laughs> God had pity on me, and God doubled back and said, "Hey Sharon, when you see the doctor again, tell him tell him um, to make it a double. You're gonna have a double um, mastectomy." Oh so wow! That's what I did. And so I was just able to find some, find some joy because, um, I, I, I teach women to reframe their situation, um, step back from it and look at it from another perspective. And stepping back from it, I was able to say, Hey, a mastectomy is bad, but if you make it a double, I can get reconstruction and get the breast I've always wanted. Wow,
0: (laughs) what a different way (laughs) and a perspective to look at things. But like you said, bringing the joy to it and you putting another face on it. And you've been able to help so many women and you've been able to raise money. You have the nonprofit and uh, you have people helping for Habitat for America all because of your journey. And when the doctor said to you that God has a plan. A lot Mm -hmm. of times we don't know what that plan is and you can't see it for the moment, but it's a bigger plan that's outside of you that's been able to really, really help help so many people. So we have about 30 seconds before our break, but when we come back, I want you to um, tell us us a little bit more about the nonprofit and um, how people can find your book. Where that okay. is, how they can locate, how they can keep up with you, and even how they can help with your nonprofit, because we are trying to bring awareness, and we're trying to bring a different light, different face, and you are the joy of and the face <laughs> of joy for this. So we'll be back in a moment, and when we come back, you we're going to tell us how to stay connected with you. So we'll be back okay. in a minute.
1: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com are you ready to make a change in your career relationships health and or finances but don't know how to get it done dr gladney has the answers for you Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, a free 30-minute session and other offers, go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life. (laughs) Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, finances, health, and career, go to creatingamazinglives.com. To take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30-minute success session, Dr. Gladney's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show.
0: All right, we are back. We are back. It goes so quickly. And we're on with Dr. Sharon Patterson. And she's been telling us her story and her journey uh, when she found out about uh, her diagnosis with breast cancer and has been able to do some incredible things, including um, launching a nonprofit. And she was able to raise thousands of dollars to help the low-income families um, and women to receive free mammograms. And she's been able to do that. And that was one seed. Season. And then now with this season, she has a fantastic book, and from the proceeds of the book, she
2: donates the money. So, Dr. Sharon, tell us about your book. The book is called "The Blessing and Bling: How Faith and Fashion Helped Me Help Me Survive Breast Cancer." And As you can tell by my personality, I like to laugh. And so this book, this book will have you laughing, crying and shopping because it's all written from the perspective of a a fashionista who goes through cancer. (laughs) Wow. Wow.
0: You were on Uh on your way to shop. You were on your way to shop when you when you stopped anyway and got the diagnosis.
2: So you just kind of interwove that together. Exactly, because one of the chapters is called Mall Detour. That incident was a mall detour. And then I have biopsy in basic black, and then there's the wrong dressing room. Uh, There's one called the floor-length fashion, another call a wrap a dress called anger. But it, wow. it really details, it details my story. It details how you can be in the pit, in the bottom, wallowing in despair, but how God will come along and lift you up and enable you to go through whatever you went through. Now, even though I laugh a lot, there is some pain in this thing because the, 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 the healing of the surgery was very painful.
1: Mm. Very painful.
2: Uh, going through the time of, of, of having the breast um, expanded, um, that is very painful as well. But I tell you, that pain doesn't compare to the pain of, um, I'm sure, the, the chemotherapy and the radiation. So mm-hmm. I just consider myself blessed, more than blessed. And, 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 and Dr. Gladney, I'm, I'm on a mission to help people because I realized I was able to go in for that mammogram because I had insurance. But right. millions of people do not. And that's why I constantly raise money to help low-income and no-income women get access to mammograms.
0: Wow, that is fantastic. That is that is just so wonderful. All a part of the plan. So tell us, tell them how they can get the book, where they can get the book, and how they can follow you on uh, Facebook and all of those things.
2: Sure. I would invite you all to visit my website, which is dr dot com. That's com. You can order a book there, or you can just go directly to Amazon and order the book. But I'd love for you to follow me on Facebook and Instagram and keep up with all my adventures because once you go through something this serious, you come out on the other end grateful, and you come out on the other end excited about life. So life is an adventure. So every day I'm getting into something.
0: Oh, wow. This is so wonderful. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this morning and spreading this afternoon and morning and night wherever we are all over the world (laughs) and and, uh, spreading the joy and putting a different face and sharing your story and celebrating life. Audience go
2: out, pick up the book, The Blessing. Say it one more time the blessing and bling the blessing and bling you cannot bling. i mean i just love
0: it you cannot <laughs> mistake that so thank you so much again uh for being here and and sharing your story with us as we celebrate life thank you so much blessings on you dr Gladney. okay take care take care, take care. wow right. what wow. a fabulous <laughs> guest thank you thank you dr patterson what a fabulous guest We will have another guest joining us. Actually, our next guest we have is Sylvia Devon. She is a writer, photographer, and a poet, and she lives here in Dallas, and she has also been ordained and is a minister. She is the founder of Celebrating Life Foundation, and this um, organization teaches breast cancer awareness, and under uh, her leadership- then she has been able and has developed and distributed over a million breast self-exam cards to churches and civic organizations across the country. Uh, this organization has worked with major corporations and has been even in the Virgin Islands, Africa, Ghana, and the Netherlands. Uh, she, has, she does a whole lot in the realm of of breast cancer and has used her gifts to make a difference and she has been recognized with so many awards I mean her list went on and on her bio went on for two to three pages and uh, she's working on her second version of her breast cancer book still celebrating life so everybody I want you to welcome Sylvia come on in Sylvia Hi, Dr. Gladney. How are you doing? I am so well and excited that you have joined us. We had Dr. Patterson on. She told about her journey, and I want you to tell about your journey and how you really got started in this. But before uh, before we get too deep in, I'm going to tell you that I'm really excited That my sister's gonna be calling in. And this is my sister Sarita, who is still in the midst of the battle uh, with breast cancer and has been in this battle now for several years in the battle. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we just count each and every day that she's with us as a miracle. We count it Mm -hmm. as a blessing. We do our best as a family to celebrate her life and to celebrate Mm -hmm. everything that she has done. And so Mm -hmm. I'm so excited because I wasn't sure, you know, if she was going to be up to calling in and being Mm -hmm. a part of the show. But she is going to be able to do that. So we're going to have her. We're gonna have her to uh, to come in and she'll only be on you know really briefly but she's okay. an inspiration uh, for me yeah she's an inspiration for me doing the show and as I mentioned to the audience before my I lost my youngest sister Teresa Adams last year um, to breast cancer and so this is dedicated also in her memory and so we're doing everything mm-hmm. that we can. To get the word out, Sylvia, and you have been doing yeah. a fantastic job, but we're getting the word out to celebrate life as well as to bring about the awareness. And Dr. Sharon shared her story and how she used her determination to put a different face on cancer and to spread the joy. And so for for her, that was her story, and we're going to get into you know, all of the things that you're doing. So, you know, I just kind of wanted to let you know that um, my sister, if she calls in, whenever she calls in, we're going to just stop and maybe abrupt audience, but just just understand how that works. So, Sylvia, tell us a little bit why you got got started and inspired on this journey with breast cancer.
3: Well, I got um, started on this journey with breast cancer um, because my aunt um, after dealing with breast cancer for eight years, um, had a reoccurrence and um it had metastasized and when she was on her journey to transition, I kept wondering what could I do um to make this situation not be in vain and as a writer and a photographer I felt if I could um, let other women know, especially in our community, because our community, even though the actual incidence in breast cancer is not as high as in the white community, the mortality rate is still um, twice as high. Um, right. So, to me, that was important to be able to to put, um, like... Reverend Patterson said to put a different face on breast cancer Um, and keep in mind when I started this journey it was over two decades ago and at that point people were more dealing with especially in the African American community there were so many women that were dying in silence because they were afraid to say they had breast cancer Mm
0: -hmm. and
3: the more people I talked to I found out they would say oh my sister had breast cancer oh my aunt had breast cancer oh my grandmother had breast cancer oh my mother had breast cancer and to my surprise They would say, Oh, I have breast cancer. Wow. And, and, um, during the time I started working on my book, Celebrating Life African American Women Speak Out About Breast Cancer, um, Dr. Roddy, Dr. Bertha Roddy, who was the national president of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, had not really shared her testimony with the organization. And she, came out, and she began to share and found out some of the other founders were also breast cancer survivors, and now the sorority and most of the sororities have some health initiatives that deals with uh, overall health well-being and breast cancer awareness. So we've come a long way in those um, two decades, but stories like Reverend Patterson are so important because Reverend Patterson, what I love about her is she's outdoing her. Despite whatever's gone on in her life, she has made a point to make sure she gets out and she celebrates life. and that is that's the message that we want want to give. And I, I was so touched about your your sister's story because even though she may be dealing with uh, a metastatic cancer, she's still a survivor every moment that she lives, every moment that she breathes, she still has a chance to make a difference. She still has a chance to celebrate and enjoy her family. She still has a chance to share a way of hope with someone. Um, One thing that really changed my whole perspective of dealing with cancer was when my mother was uh, diagnosed with metastatic cancer. And what I realized was that even though she had uh, cancer, you know, throughout her body, cancer never had her because she continued to live every day to the fullest.
0: Wow, and, and that was important.
3: Me, that's the message. That's the message is that no matter because I mean, people are, I've seen people diagnosed in their early stages and don't do as well. I've I've seen people diagnosed in stage three and four and live thirty years. It is right. all about we've got to be. It's not over until God says it's over. So no matter what the doctors say, no matter what the prognosis is, I mean, we still have to believe that God can change things at any moment, any time, any way, anyhow. Um, So I am so excited that you are doing this in memory of one sister, celebrating another sister because this sister, Sarita, is still celebrating life and we are celebrating her on today and I am ecstatic.
0: We are celebrating and I love that, that you know, that whole that whole um, saying that cancer doesn't have you. And guess what? Right. I just see she's on the line. Okay. So we yeah. are so excited, audience, everybody. This is my sister, Sarita. I am so excited that she is able to join us. Sarita, can you hear me? I can hear you and good morning, everyone. Oh, good morning. Good morning. morning. We are so excited to have you on. We are celebrating life today and survivors. And we know that you have been through this journey. You're on this journey. You're in this journey. And it's been a tough journey. But we're so happy to have you join us today. So I just I wanted you the audience to first of all to hear your voice. And second of all, for you, because you've been on this journey for such a long time, it's been several years now, and I just want you to give just just a one bit of inspiration that keeps you going each and every day as you fight this battle. <laughs> oh, that could be kind of hard
2: to
3: say, but the bottom line is you have to have a connection with a higher power, which is God. And that's what keeps me going from day to day. And having my loved ones around me and um, celebrating their lives, the lives of grandchildren and children, and just keeping positive and not focusing on the negative part of your life. But you've got to keep looking up. You have to have something to look forward to every day. And that's what keeps me going.
0: Wow, that is that is so inspirational. You have been such an inspiration to all of us, to the family, to friends, to loved ones, to everybody around. And I just felt like that this was just so important. There's a lot of people out there that are doing things um, you know, for um, for to raise awareness and to celebrate life. So I'm just so happy that you were able to join us. If if, if the listening audience could see me, uh, my face is just beaming uh-huh. that you felt good enough this morning. Uh, to be with us and to just inspire everybody to keep looking up and to to l- really look and enjoy the moment each and every day. And that's really yes. what we're taking away from here. So did you have any final words? Because I know I know, um, I don't want to keep you long. Did you have any other words you wanted to say? Uh, no,
2: just
3: keep looking up and keep hanging on. That's sometimes you're going to feel like quitting, but you got to keep moving. Got to keep going.
0: You got to keep moving. Well, we are so glad that you are keeping moving and keeping going. And we're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. Actually, everybody, I'll be out there to visit with her and everything. So I'm really excited. So thank you, Sarita, for um, for joining us this morning. And hopefully you'll continue to listen in as we continue to celebrate you, your life and everyone else's life that's in this journey. So thank you so much for joining us. We love you. Thank you, Sarita. So thank you for having me on. Okay, sister. See you tomorrow. Okay, right. Sylvia. Sylvia, that's wow. that, that's the wow. highlight. I mean wow. it's just you that know, that's is what so it's all amazing. about. That's, yeah, it, that's she, it. That's it yeah. in a nutshell.
3: That's it, that's it. And and she put the essence, the icing on the cake when she said you got to keep looking up and you got to keep having something to hold on to and to hope for. And that's where you come in, and that's where families come in, that's where friends come in, that's where church members come in. We have to be able to undergird those that are dealing with situations like that, like you're going to visit her, so she's going to be looking forward to that because that is what helps people to celebrate life.
0: Right, right, and and you know you have been doing this for twenty years, and yeah. what what have you seen? Um, we have about a minute before the break, and then we, we can really dive in. But in in the books and the things you've done, so many things around the organization celebrating life. What have you seen as the number one thing that people need to do in order to keep the focus on celebration?
3: Um, the, the number one thing that I've seen over the last two decades, especially when it comes to women, and this is, uh, across all cultures, across all ethnic backgrounds is that we have to put ourselves higher on the list because so many times we're taking care of our families, our spouses, our churches, um, our jobs that we put ourselves down so low that we don't do the things we need to for ourselves, even when it comes to going to the doctor, even when it comes to doing things to relax, massages, exercise, those things that are essential to our overall well-being, that's what I just believe that we really need to focus on because putting ourselves higher up on the list helps us to take
0: care of everybody else. Okay, okay. That's great. So um, that's some good information. When we come back from the break, then we'll go a little bit further into okay. some of the other things that you've done. And I know as a photographer, and the writer and all of these things, not only do you have an organization, but you have you really are dedicating your life. To this, because of your aunt, and this is what's important, and this is what it's all about. So, us all joining together to to make a difference. So, when we come back from the break, we're going to uh, still be talking with Sylvia, and we're going to to continue the celebration. And I have a poem and everything to read. So, come on back with us after this break.
1: Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, has the solutions to your everyday life challenges. If you are seeking answers that will help you create amazing relationships, Finances, health, and career. Go to creatingamazinglives.com to take advantage of transformational resources, books, success CDs, GPS program, or to sign up for a free 30 minute success session. Dr. Gladdy's programs are what you need to help you get what you want to out of life. Are you ready to make a change in your career, relationships, health, and or finances, but don't know how to get it done? Dr. Gladney has the answers for you. Go to creatingamazinglives.com for access to transformational resources that will help you create the life you want and deserve. To get a copy of her latest book, If You Are in the Driver's Seat, Why Are You Lost? The Gladney Prosperity System, A Free 30-Minute Session and Other Offers, Go to her website at creatingamazinglives.com to start creating your amazing life.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
1: You are listening to the Dr. Gladney Radio Show. To connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to info at drgladney.com. That's info at drgladney.com. Now back to the show.
0: Okay, we are back celebrating life in our grand finale show that we have going on for now. And so it's all about celebrating life and celebrating survivors, and bringing awareness to breast cancer. As I said, is is dedicated to my sister Sarita, and in memory of my youngest sister Teresa Adams. And so we are on today. And as a person, a person that has also had to have biopsies done and had three breast cancer scares myself. Um, This is a really, really important subject. And as you know from the break, before the break, we're talking to Sylvia, who has really over 20 years been dedicating her life and energy and time to the breast cancer from losing an aunt. So we're talking about celebrating Life Foundation and all the things that you have done, Sylvia, to bring awareness To this important subject, so tell us some more about the the foundation and some of the pictures. I know you have a book. You had an art Mm -hmm. show that I was Mm -hmm. able to be a part of that was here in Mm -hmm. Dallas. So just tell us what you've been doing.
3: Well, first of all, I just wanted to make a connection. Of course, uh, Reverend Patterson is a very good friend of mine, but um, she was involved in the early years of the organization and started an outreach call. Sisters Reaching Sisters, and that was Sisters from the Pulpit Reaching Sisters in the Pew, and it was for Breast Cancer um, Awareness. As she started that, I mean, she got involved, got uh, ministers that did a revival and, you know, was real active. Later on, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, but she had already made a commitment to be involved with the cause. Mm -hmm. And every time I, I hear her testimony, it gives me chills because I remember how she undergirded us and helped us and, and you know, came up with the, that idea for doing the revivals and getting female ministers involved, and then to see how this knocked at her door. And I think that she probably was more prepared because she had been around it, she'd seen it, she had experienced other people having it, and realized it wasn't a death sentence. And right. that, to me, has been the... Uh, the biggest banner that we've been able to wave is that breast cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence. Right. Um, and that no matter what stage you're diagnosed in or what your prognosis is, is that you have to celebrate life. I am so ecstatic that Sarita was able to call in because that only echoes that message. I remember I interviewed one young lady. She was 27 years old. She said if she was making dinner, and her three-year-old son wanted to play. She said dinner went on hold because she realized that moment was important. Right. Um, sometimes we get so caught up in life that we forget the moment. And I think when you're faced with something that can be life-threatening like cancer, it begins to bring those moments and make them more precious. And I am so um, so proud of you. For number one, bringing this issue to the forefront, but number two, wanting to pay uh, honor to your sister who is transitioned, and then also celebrate um, your sister Sarita that is on this on this journey.
0: Yes, I mean, it is it is so important, Sylvia. You know, it seems like that it seems to be things that happen in our life that make us really stop and. And embrace the the present and embrace where we are and to understand right. it's the little things in life where people are striving for all the stuff it's really about mm-hmm. the people that you have in your life the support of your family your friends and the love that you have at the end of the day and right. you know like you said the things that that keep you moving forward and I didn't even know that Dr. Sharon was involved prior to her diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that that speaks so much as, you know, I was saying to the audience earlier today, use your gifts for for good. You don't have to wait For some big sign to go out there and start making a difference. And when you see something, and I read those statistics at the beginning of the show, Sylvia, and Mm -hmm. it's amazing about one in eight women in the U.S. will uh, will develop some type of invasive breast cancer. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a quarter of a million new cases just this year alone. And it's Mm -hmm. like, this is something that is so prevalent, but there still seems to be some type of stigma that's kind of a, that's around it. And so I'm glad that you're helping to remove that stigma. Now, tell us about your book and where we, they can find the book. Some of your I know your art shows is just only in some of the galleries. Can people still see? Um, can you, they see it? I was a part of that. I think it was last year. Can they still see it? What is what does that look like? How can people stay connected to you?
3: Um, well, they can stay connected uh, to us uh, through, we have a uh, Celebrating Life Facebook page, um, also our website, www.celebratinglife.org. Uh, the exhibit, we're looking at having the exhibit travel, uh, which uh, portrayed over uh, 50 breast cancer survivors, and I'm currently working on a sequel to uh celebrating life the original book is is out of stock and we're also doing um another book that is dealing with all types of cancer called love note encouraging words from survivors to survivors
0: oh wow that's great so you're you're looking so we everybody can kind of stay up to date from your facebook mm-hmm. page and from your, right. the website Wow. And I know you were doing some health runs. And I'm telling you, this this lady and, and <laughs> Sylvia, we go back for a few years yes. because when we met and we were doing on a speaking tour together and right. a lot of places around here in Dallas, um, I'll see you and she's taking pictures. And so you even celebrate life through your photography. So, yes. you know, you've done so much with your gift and your aunt been able to touch your life. I'm hoping that we can create this domino effect. And we mm-hmm. can't talk about this too much, but if we can create this domino effect that everybody has some has can make a difference with what their right. gifts they have, with the voice that they have, with the people that they have in their life, we can all um kind of tackle this together and right. bring the awareness uh, not only to our community, but our community is um, at a higher rate. Uh, we're losing more people. And I think it's because not, not being aware or either, uh, you know, not doing something about it. I'm sure things go back to insurance, whatever, but there are resources and things out there. Is there not, Sylvia?
3: Yes, and, uh, and it's um, amazing
0: that you say that because one of the things yeah. we do
3: is we host an annual uh, uh, 5K walk called the Sister to Sister Fitness Festival, and it, at that event we offer free mammograms that are provided through uh, Methodist Health Systems. Um, a few years ago I invited a lady to come because he was a massage therapist and I wanted people to understand that that's something that we need to do to relax. I didn't know that she didn't have insurance. Um, When I found out she didn't have insurance, I encouraged her to take advantage of getting a mammogram. She got a mammogram and was diagnosed with breast cancer, Um, and it was a very aggressive cancer. If she had waited until she was able to get insurance, um, her prognosis might not have been as good as it was uh, when she received the prognosis. So that just is another sign, like you said, as far as insurance and, and things like that, different variables. Right now, there there really doesn't need to be any variable that would keep you from doing what you need to do. Uh, there's so many um, options out there for not only uh, the screenings, but for treatment once you've been right. diagnosed. Uh, so it's just getting the information out there and sharing the information. So that helps to break the fear, and that helps, I think, women to be more... Um, Assertive about getting treatment and getting getting screened, I think the fear keeps them from doing it. And then if they they know that, okay, once I do this, um, I've got some place to go, I've got some support uh, systems that are available, I think that will help us to have a much better success rate when it comes to dealing with breast cancer.
0: Okay, okay. And that's great. I want you to stay on while I read a poem. It's called A Place Beyond Despair from the Journal of a Survivor. A strength without measure to giving up, you say, never. When challenged by this robber of lives, hope told your spirit you will survive. An unyielding belief braced you for the news about a battle you entered that you did not choose. One that touches all of us, whose reaches worldwide, deep are the rivers of the many who've cried. Here's here's to the families and all the friends who share love faithfully with prayers they say they send. To the caregivers and all that inspires of hope. To the supporters, runners, and walkers who race to cure one of life's bitter slopes. For the tears and the fears and the loved ones lost inside our years. To the moments when emotions erupted into cheers because the letter of life came back saying, no expiration date here. For those days when you had to endure yet procedure or test yet another one. For the nights you tossed and turned as sleep found little rest. Here's to the courage to say, although the journey is an uphill plight, you're never giving up on this precious gift called life. You have the faith, determination, the will, and the might to proclaim this battle will be an epic fight. And when the bell rings to announce its end, there'll be no ashes scattered in the wind, for your tomorrows have come days without end." For the sunsets to come, for the laughter your heart has yet to see, for the joy in the midst of the euphoria when we all bask in the deliverance of being cancer free, and that was um, through uh, Zamil. Thank you, Zamil. Wow, he had that him is on. Isn't isn't that wonderful? So if that anybody wants. Uh, a, a copy of that email me at info at drgladney.com sylvia we thank you so much for sharing and being on again tell them um your website is celebrate correct
3: Yes, the website is www.celebratinglife.org. We also have a Facebook page, uh, which is the Celebrating Life Foundation, and um, we'll be hosting our 5K Walk Run October 1st uh, here in Dallas, and we'd love anybody's uh, support we we'll have somebody in the area.
0: Okay. And I will be, if I'm in town, I'll make sure I'm a part of it for this year. I did it oh, when, yes. I was working with you one year. So thank mm-hmm. you so much again for joining us and for all that you're doing. And we all are going to stay all connected in here as we continue to fight the battles to bring awareness and to celebrate life. So thank you so much, Sylvia, for joining us today.
3: Thank you so much, Dr. Gladney, and I will continue to lift Sarita up, and I thank you for her wonderful spirit as she continues to celebrate life.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, audience, this has been wonderful. This is the grand finale for now celebrating life and this is what this is all about i'm here to help you create an amazing life and we're celebrating life again this show was dedicated to my sister sarita phillips continue to lift her up in prayers as she's in the midst of the battle and to the memory of my sister Teresa adams and i want to say because this is my last show for now as i am signing off i have been um, just so thrilled thank you to voice america Thank you to my producer, um, Winston. Thank you so much for all of the opportunity to share my message, to help you to elevate your life to another level. Please go to my website, creatingamazinglives.com. I have so many resources there for you. Email me at info at There is so much out there and just remember to use your gift in every way. Everybody has a gift and everybody has a purpose. Uh, We even have something on the website that can help you find your purpose. Thank you for opening up your heart and your lives to me. Um, You can listen on demand. We'll still have the episodes up so that you can listen on demand and, you know, uh, definitely want to keep connected to me to see what's next. And like I said, this is just it for now. It's the the curtain call just for now. We don't know what the future holds, but I do want to leave you with this quote. You're in the driver's seat of your life. You determine what you will and will not achieve. Let go of all the negatives, thoughts. People, past, and things. Embrace the present and anticipate the future. You get to decide what they look like. That is a quote from me, Dr. Gladney. Again, I am Dr. Gladney, your emotional wellness and mind doctor, helping you to use the power of your mind to manage your life. And I hope I've done so and inspired you over these last 13 weeks to live an absolutely amazing life. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening and stay connected with me at info at Thank you to everybody. Signing out for now. It's a wrap.
1: Thank you for making us a part of your week. Be sure to tune in to the Dr. Gladney radio show next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can't wait to talk again soon.